Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned, learned, learned? Elon Musk dropped a smooth beat this weekend <laughs> about an issue that was two years ago old. Um, if you remember, Harambe was a gorilla that they had to put down at the Cincinnati Zoo because a kid fell in the cage. Yes. Uh, Elon Musk must have been high this weekend because he dropped this song. People aren't sure if it's actually him. Would you like to hear yes, a portion please. of R.I.P. Harambe? Yeah. Here we go. R.I.P. Harambe. Sipping on some bomb, baby. On the way to heaven. Amen. Amen. R.I.P. Harambe. Smoking on some strong, Okay, so it is an earworm, just so you know. You can find that on SoundCloud and also in our show page link. So, um, There's some auto-tune in there for sure. Yeah, he's uh, auto-tuning, but people are like, is it him? People don't know. It doesn't really sound like him, does it? Uh, it doesn't, but what does he sound like? Who knows? Like, My goodness. <laughs> guess he's a little bored since he isn't really working on Tesla too much. I swear. Anymore. He is such a weirdo. He is so weird. So weird. Oh, I love it. Uh, we also have your whole album um, out this weekend. People were alerted to the fact that Tom Hiddleston <laughs> has done a vitamin commercial in China, uh-huh. um, and it is very strange. Uh, it's like the perspective of a woman. She gets up out of bed. Tom Hiddleston greets her in the kitchen. He has like a salad he gives her, and he said, "Sorry, I, wor- I, I was late. Sorry, I finished late." He said, and then he gives her the salad, some Centrum vitamins, and he goes, I'll be kind of busy the next couple of weeks, so take care. And it's like, are you just a side piece? What are you? Yes, this is so sexual. It's like, it's it's like a lover that comes by in a, what are you, an overnight chef? It's just all weird. Are you just a side piece? I mean, that's kind of what it seems like. It's very confusing. Um, So people are talking about that. Um, also, I wonder if they're buying vitamins because of it. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. Mm. Uh, Disney's new Dumbo movie won the box office, but it only made forty-five million. Um, Ooh, you that's know, a soft, soft, soft opening. It had such bad reviews too. Yeah, it did. Um, Matthew McConaughey's new movie, The Beach Bum, only made one point eight million. Whoa. That is like not a lot of that people, means like guys. Three people saw it. Wow. So that's what happened over the weekend. Uh, if you want to know what's on TV tonight, I will tell you. The series premiere of The Twilight Zone on CBS All Access. This is the perfect time to get this. Woo! Jason and I love it. It has Star Trek Discovery. Stop mm-hmm. looking at me like that. Uh, sorry, I did yeah, turn no. and looked at like. But those these two shows alone is worth the $6, honestly. Yep. Um, and this is a rebooted version. It's hosted by Jordan Peele. We have American Idol on tonight on ABC, the top 20 perform, and The Voice on NBC. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. 
for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Happy April Fool's Day. Hope you're not Woo-hoo! caught in a prank or a trick or a treat. Hope you're not uh, the victim of any of those things. Yeah. I don't like April Fool's Day. It's another day. day. It's another day, yeah. But it's April. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're here. We Spring is around the corner, thank goodness. You wouldn't know it yesterday with the snow for a few minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We couldn't believe that. I was like, what? What in the name of Miss Vanjie is going on here. <laughs> oh, RuPaul's Drag yes. Race is good, by the way. Did you see it, Lex? Yes, I did. Yeah, and the romance episode. is heating up with Vanjie oh, and Brooklyn Heights. I love it. Did you know. see Brooklyn Heights come out? He's a dancer. He's a ballet dancer. Yes. On his, on his toes. Oh, he those be- are my, he, they're my favorite, those two. He Billy Elliot-ed his ass right across, right across the stage. Yeah, it's a good episode. You guys can watch it. RuPaul's Drag Race uh, Thursday nights on VH1. Okay, I'm not going to stall anymore because I I I uh, I don't know why this is getting ready to happen. Ooh. Lex, uh, you have a question for the audience at large, right? I do have a question. I've got to tell you what happened on Friday night. Angel and I went out to dinner after it was great. After dinner, we're walking out of the restaurant and we see a family of six struggling to take a group picture. And okay. I made eye contact with the person. It was a son. He was pulling out his you know, camera, trying yeah. to get a good selfie. Okay. And I just, I can take it for you. No problem. Yeah, okay. So they're like, thank you so much. So it's, it's a mom, a husband, two sons, and then two other women about the age of the mom, sister or friend. I'm not really sure, but close. To the mom, so the the way that they they're they're sitting, but then they said, "Oh, if you don't mind, we'd like to stand up and take the picture." And I said, "Okay, yeah, no problem." Okay, the lighting was a little weird once they stood up, so I had them like move a little bit. And when the mom stood up, she had a tunic on. She looked d- darling. She had jeans and a little tunic, so a longer shirt. Mm-hmm, and when mm-hmm. she stood up, the tunic was kind of gathered at her waist, mm-hmm. so you can see the top of her pants. And she had major camel toe going on. Yeah. So I said, hey, uh, just tug on your shirt a little bit. So she tugged on her shirt. And I was like, okay, for you. Because, you know, you kind of, at least for me, you know, there's a little angst going on. Do you do you say something? Because you're taking the picture. You've already had the move. Mm-hmm. You want it to be a good group picture for them, right? Sure. Absolutely. And so I just said, tug on your tunic a little bit. And she did. And it was, you know, right right when I'm about to take the picture, she decides that she wants to put her arms around her sons who are taller and her tunic lifts up again. Oh God. So I'm looking at her camel toe with her jeans, (laughs) which is a wedgie in the front. If you don't know what that is. Oh, if you don't know what that is, why are you listening to our show? (laughs) Okay. Touche, Don. I just, (laughs) just in case you feel left out. Okay. Right. I mean, it was struggling down there. You know, she had a tunic on for a reason. So then I'm like thinking, okay, do I say something? Do I, what do I do at this point? I could just take the picture and leave. I mean, that's what I should just do. And on hills, they're like, Alexis, take the, let's go. Come on, come on. So then I go, oh, um, I think you need to, uh, can we go back to where we were before? And then. 
I was like, just and or tuck your shirt down a little bit more. And then her friend or, or wow. sister, or she looks over and she goes, he's saying you have camel toe. No, she didn't. Oh, my gosh. I, we all started dying laughing. Because I go, yeah, I am. There's just, just put your arms down. Just. So I told a stranger she had camel toe. I mean, I guess her, technically her sister slash friend told her. But I did confirm. And we did take a really good picture afterward. But, you know, afterward, Angel's like, why didn't you just take the picture and go? What is wrong with you? Yeah. And I, th- I was like, well, I wanted them to have a nice picture. And, you know, you they were, were thought- working so being- hard to get it. And You're being thoughtful. And then I thought, well, would I want someone to tell me if I had a camel toe in a picture? And, you know, the answer is yes. You I don't do? even care if you're a stranger. If you, if you can just tell me to tug on my pants a little bit or, you know, cover cover it up a little bit, I'd feel so much better. Because you know you get that picture back and you're going, oh my gosh. Camel. Camel toe. I need to crop this or I mean, maybe she, maybe she would have just done that. I don't know. Was that inappropriate? Um, Is it ever okay? Wow, I mean, see, listen, it's struggling. I, I wouldn't have said anything because you're denying her a learning moment. She needs to look at the picture and go, okay, next time I'm going to make sure I don't have a camel camel toe. Oh, you think so? Yeah, Maybe. I don't uh, know. I, I, I also didn't. wouldn't have cared that much. I hope that, that would go through her mind, but I'm, yeah. You're awfully, cons- I mean, you're not being paid as a professional photographer. Onhill probably just wants to go. Yeah, he was like, why did you, what are you doing? Oh. And then I explained, and he's like, have you oh, had drinks? okay. I actually didn't at this oh, point, okay. no. It's just I, re- I know. I pr- I wish I could blame it on the alcohol, but not this time. <laughs> I, I was drinking I an Arnie Palmer. <laughs> I think you did the right thing Ugh. because I I, I would want to know. And then because if I saw that picture later, like if it was a picture of me and I had camel toe, well, there'd be a whole <laughs> bunch of things wrong with that. But I mean, if if I <laughs> don't worry, Julia, call it moose knuckle. That's yeah. boys. guys. Yeah. 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 If I yes. If oh, I got man. home, oh, you took the photo and I had Marty Moose going on, you know. Yes. Who's the mooseiest moose we know? Marty Moose. Who's the star of a favorite show? Marty, Marty Moose. And Miss for oh, Mary. Oh, I don't Mary know this. You'll be always for, oh gosh, oh golly, oh gee. Uh, yeah, it's the song from National Lampoon's Vacation. Anyway, oh. Marty Moose, Marty oh, Moose. Yep, that's me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, um, good memory on all those words. Thank you. But no, I would want I would want you to tell me because I would be mortified oh. if I was that woman yeah. and I looked at that photo and I saw the toe of the camel. Yes. I would be mortified. Well, and it wasn't her camera night. either, so maybe, you know, then I was just like, well, you know, if they're going to share that or... Yes. Uh, I, I, you know, when your zipper's down, I'd want to know, right? Yes. Or, you know, when you have um, a button-down shirt and your boobs have popped oh. that bu- that button? It happens to me all the time. You want people to tell you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or if you have a little bat in the cave, you know what I mean? You want pe- Don't you want people to tell you? A little bat in the cave. <laughs> That could be. Oh, little, yeah, yeah, a little boogie, right? Knows. A little uh, yes. boogie, yes. Okay. Yes. I want, I want somebody to tell me. Don, would you want someone to tell you? Would you tell sure. somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I just I, yeah for sure. All of that. 
It's just, just the, the sensitive toe. area of the camel toe that I... I don't know. I mean, oh, yeah. you didn't say, hey, you have a camel toe. That's what I was worried about <laughs> when I saw it on the sheet that you literally said, hey, lady, you got a camel toe. Like, she's because, just walking by. Well, thank God the sister slash friend said something. Yeah. Because it's not... Lex, no offense. It's actually a compliment to you. Dawn is right. That's not out of the realm of possibility for you. No. (laughs) The funny thing is, is that I was about, because I kept motioning down there like, oh, just tuck, tug it a little bit because uh, right, right here. Oh my God. Like motioning like a, like a Delta, you know, just like, like Delta, the Delta symbol, the Delta symbol, you know, just like kind of a little triangle, like right there and that's when the sister screamed out and i was like yeah that's what i mean camel toe <laughs> what is delta's just, tagline yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure delta's thrilled right now they're yeah. <laughs> using our logo for oh gosh oh so i just okay well i feel a little better i just uh <laughs> delta airlines we love to fly and it shows and it shows <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, there's just sometimes you do have to say, alert someone of something embarrassing, like your zipper's down. I've had someone on the set, mm-hmm. had to, uh, my producer Jeff had to tell me before I walked out for the beginning of the show, I had tucked my shirt in yes. and I was adjusting my microphone wire and I had my pants unzipped and I was seconds from going out there Ugh. and Jeff looked at me and he goes, zipper, zipper, mm-hmm. and he's pointing to the crotchal region. I'm like, oh, holy crap. Thank you. Thank goodness he <laughs> caught me because I would have been yes. out there with, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you like, got a glass oh, desk out there, so. Uh, yeah. You can, I'm, I'm Mary Hartman out there. No. I can't hide the, 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 new, the, 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 whatever. Newt yeah. Gingrich? What? <laughs> the Newt yeah. Gingrich. That's why I call my private the Newt Gingrich. <laughs> no, he can't hide anything on that dumb desk. So, oh. no, I would have been in a lot of trouble had Jeff not spotted spotted that but yeah it's it's a you do have to un, you have to have yeah. some uncomfortable com it's like uh the the person that i had to write mm. an anonymous note to at work um in oh, 2003 yes. i had to write a note because she um she didn't shower on it on a on a on the regular and she smelled like garbage and people were starting to talk about her and i felt bad so i wrote an i wrote a note mm-hmm. and i put it in her mailbox and i had to tell her all about herself. Yeah. And said, hey, you All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Dank. And, mm. I've got to tell someone start. that too. You have? Yeah, same. It was, it was at work and I just pulled her aside and said, look, I just, I just had to tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I, I'm trying to remember now because this, uh, this was before working was here. Oh, really? Um, it, it was just kind of like, hey, I just, you know, want to make sure sure you that you know that other people are saying stuff because you you've got some bo going on (laughs) yeah and she was like oh my gosh lex i can hear you 
saying it exactly like that. Well, we worked in a, a retail situation at a shop, so we were we worked very closely together, and you know we're running around a lot, and yeah. I just sweating. I was like, sometimes I forget down. to wear deodorant too. Yeah, and she was like, oh, oh okay, God. and they luckily mortified. I would be it mortified. It did change. Yeah, I mean, but okay. I pulled her aside. It was just me and her. Like it was yeah. just like, hey, just. So, you know, but still, you never want to hear that you stink. No, you know, no, never. Oh my God. And we have to introduce kids to deodorant and you have to yeah. make sure you're wa- your child aware. <laughs> my mom works at a school, the school oh. I went to. She delivered. She's the cafeteria manager. So she deals with all the lunch tickets. She goes into classrooms and she said, oh, God, the fifth grade classroom every time. Smells. Not enough parents. And now it's like even fourth grade. Not enough parents are giving their kids deodorant soon enough. Yeah. yeah. Let's the get kid, that happening. Musty Because it is. Can kid you imagine? Yeah. Oh. 8-17. When we come back, the one and only Elizabeth Reese. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Time to get caught up with the entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. Happy Monday. Good morning, you guys. Morning. Um, lots to talk about uh, over the weekend. You know, we were talking about Jesse Smollett heading to Los Angeles because he was nominated for an award at the NAACP Awards uh, for his role in the show Empire. And he flew into LAX. Hmm. Of course, he had security guards. There were paparazzi following him everywhere, which side Side note, if his goal in this whole thing was to raise his profile, hashtag successful, right? Mm, That's true. I mean, really. Uh, And um, but he didn't end up going to the actual awards ceremony. Chris Rock was the host and he certainly had something to say about it. Let's listen. Mm -hmm. I guess I got to present an award. They said no Jesse Smollett jokes. Yeah, I know, I know. What a waste of light skin, you know? Oh, here you go. You know what I could do with that light skin? Oh, God. With that curly hair, my career would be out of here. <laughs> Running Hollywood. Yes, no, 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 just... <laughs> what the hell was he thinking? <laughs> From now on, I ain't never gonna know just you're Jesse from now on. You don't even get the you no more. <laughs> that you was respect. You ain't getting no respect from me. There he goes. Oh, wow. <laughs> you. Oh, wow. Only Chris Rock. I mean, really. Yep. You can Only hear the crowd Chris. loving it, though. I mean, Chris Rock, it's something about like the way that he laughs at himself that it just makes you forgive everything that he well, says. Yes, and let's delivery. be clear. Let's be clear, dear producers of the, the award show. The audience expects Chris to say something. Oh, it gosh. would be ridiculous for Chris not to acknowledge yes. the elephant in the room. He Come had on. to say something. Yes. If he wouldn't have said something, he wouldn't be a comedian. He I would mean, be yeah. criticized for not saying something. He totally yep. would be. Yep. So anyway, yep. that's what he had to say about it. In the meantime, <laughs> interesting impact on R. Kelly that's being speculated about because of the Jussie Smollett situation. So here is um, what TMZ is reporting. This is their top story this morning, that the outcome of Jussie's criminal case 
might be damaging for R. Kelly, especially when it comes to a possible plea bargain, um, because prosecutors might be itching for a big win because they feel like they've been made a bit of a fool of. They haven't gotten some good press. So there is a a legal, um, well, R. Kelly's lawyer is talking about this and he says, I think it makes it more difficult for a friendly disposition because they're going to be extremely reluctant to admit they brought these cases with scant evidence or that there are any other problems referring to R. Kelly's case mm. he believes there's scant evidence in r kelly's case because he's r kelly's attorney everybody uh, with it yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh the state attorney kim fox and her team may now view kelly's case as a chance to redeem themselves because they took so much heat from the city of chicago and everyone else in the country for their decision to drop all of the charges against jesse smollett despite publicly saying and the police department and the mayor everybody saying they believe jesse smollett staged the attack against yep. him Fascinating. Yeah. All Chicago. So much Uh, drama. Before we go to the next story, this is the time. It's Monday. Dreamweaver, 651-641-1071-651-641-1071. Do you have a dream for Dawn to weave? Uh, Be very concise. Dawn doesn't need to know, like... A miniseries. <laughs> Just give us the bullet points. Please. I, saw, I have to go on to the next call. I saw, I saw a zebra. The zebra chewed a leaf. Don, what does it mean? <laughs> I mean, just like that. 651-641-1071. Right. Call now. Elizabeth, back to you. It means the zebra's on a diet. Okay, Wendy yes. Williams and her husband, Kevin Hunter, are looking into separating, is what Page Six is reporting. I mean, yeah, it's about time, right? Anybody else here? So much drama surrounding her. I mean, so every day there's a new story. Financially, she's afraid to do it, though, I bet. I'm sure all the feelings of lovey-dovey are gone. It's just that he manages her. Mm -hmm. They probably, you know, they're so intertwined financially. Yeah. I'm sure she's trying to decide whether that's worth it or not. They own a multi-million dollar home in Livingston, New Jersey. They do have an 18-year-old son, so there wouldn't be any, like, child support situations going on. Um, But it was Kevin Hunter's decision to send his wife to this sober living facility, and people close to her were very concerned about it. She's been out to film her show on weekdays. Uh, she's going to be on a off the air on a hiatus this week that was planned before her life spiraled into this latest drama. So there we go. I I I just wish her the best. I you know what I mean. What and I guess this is one of those things where when, when it rains it pours. You I just know? cannot believe that she can keep it together and go and do a TV show on the yes! air. Can you even, no. Jason? I would take. I would have to take time off. Oh, I would, I would never a, a be able to do it. I mean, there is certainly like a certain um, when you've got other things going on, you just have to go. You flip a switch and you just do your job. But boy, this, I mean, that kind of stuff is like real deal. Yeah. It's, Yikes. Yep. Uh, Michael Phelps is having another baby. He and his wife, Nicole Johnson, are expecting baby number three. So happy for them. They said number three is on the way. And, um, you know, he's interesting. When I like look back, they got married secretly. They dated on and off for eight years and then they have two boys and now they have another um, baby and they wanted kids close in age. He retired from competitive swimming after the 2016 Olympics in Rio. But remember all the um, pot drama? Yep. Oh, yeah. And think of like how kind of the times have changed on how people look at that. It just, would be, and nowadays it would be barely a blip of, it, a, of a scandal. This is exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. It would be barely a blip. It's so funny how it just depends on what you've, you know, quote unquote done and how it's handled in certain well, times. There's so much context involved in this stuff. 
Well, let me go back even more. I mean, think about Rob Lowe. Sex lies and videotape. That would boost his career now. I know. I know. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, I'm not making a joke. Right, I think sex it, tape. Yeah. What was that? Yep. Mid eighties? Uh late eighties, yeah. It was a bigger deal when you had to like get out of larger camcorder, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like go to the effort to be kind, Elizabeth. rewind. Elizabeth, we can't laugh too much. Alexis still has one of those. <laughs> yes, I do. Proudly Proud, playing I'm my sure. VHS tape. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese today at three in Twin Cities Live. Dreamweaver Dawn when we return. I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? She can weave it. She went yeah. to the school of metaphysics. We've verified her degree. <laughs> yes. And now she's here for you. Uh, a reminder to all those on hold, we say it each and every week. Uh, brevity is key. Uh, just give us the key points of your dream. You don't need to say every detail. Uh, Dawn spoke with all of you uh, in the commercial. So, uh, again, uh, just uh, give us the key points. Dawn, um, yes. I'll turn it over to you. Who do we have first? Our first caller is Mary Ann. Hi, Mary Ann. Morning. Well, this has a FM 107.1 tune in is because you told me to watch the David Letterman. Uh, interview with Ellen, and the next night I had a dream that I'd go into people's homes, and I forgot the address, and I couldn't have my phone or my computer, so I knocked on the door next door, and it was frickin' David Letterman, and he wouldn't let me use his phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Marianne. Don, okay. what does that mean? All right, Marianne. Uh, first of all, what do you think about David Letterman? Let me ask you that question. What did you think about the interview? Well, I like David Letterman. You like him? Oh. Yeah. Why do you like him? Give me some qualities. Well, I like his sarcasm. Mm-hmm. He's a cynic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree. He, he didn't get off soon enough. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, this has to do with uh, you bouncing. Now, you, you go into homes for a living. Is this part of your job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. This has to do with your productivity. It has to do with um, how you go about your day and complete tasks. And it also has to do with a part of yourself that you feel like is imagined that you're not allowing in. So David Letterman represents an imagined part of yourself since he's a celebrity. You have to think about those qualities that he has, those core qualities, and how you are not letting those into your life in order to be most productive. Does that make sense at all? It sure does. Thank you. Perfect. All right, Marianne. Have a great day. Mm. Now, see, and Marianne gets the gold star. That's exactly what you do. She was not messing around. None of these people messed around. I loved it. Let's go to Michelle next on line two. Michelle, welcome to Dreamweaver Dawn. Uh, Tell us about your dream. Hey, good morning. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So in my dream, my mom, who's in her 50s, in her mid-50s, was pregnant and having a baby. Okay. And uh, when when the time came for her to go into labor, she was extremely nonchalant about it. <laughs> Very matter of fact, just, oh, this is happening. Okay. And then 
uh, while she was going into labor, I found out that I was pregnant as well. Okay. All right. Well, um, babies are new ideas. Uh, When you're pregnant, it means you are starting a new idea. If it's your mother having a baby, just outside of the fact that she wouldn't probably be having a baby at that point (laughs) in her life, um, this means that you are connecting with your superconscious mind since it's your mother. Your superconscious mind is what connects to your um, highest part of yourself and to God. So there's something, there's a new idea that you've crafted and you're not really sure how you got there, but you know it's there. And within that, it's developing other smaller offshoot ideas. Hmm. Um, All right. So you're just yeah. going to have to meditate on that and see what those new ideas are that want to come through. Sound good, Michelle? Yeah, thank you. Great. Thank you. Okay. I'm loving everybody today. People yeah. are just like loving Michelle. Yeah. Okay, Dreamweaver Dawn, who do we have next? Next, we have Christy. Hi, Christy. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Tell us your dream. Okay, so I'm walking along the sloped, shallow edge of a swimming pool, mm-hmm. and I can feel the vibrations emanating from the water. Mm-hmm. And then I get in because I want to float, and I find this little floaty thing mm-hmm. to support my head, and then I'm just floating in the shallow edge of the water. Okay. And this was like three hours ago. This is hot off the press. Okay, good. That's whenever Ooh. I dreamed about you because I actually dreamed and woke up this morning knowing that I was going to talk to somebody about water. And so on the way to work, I actually Whoa. started thinking about how, well, when we dream about water, how it's different and how I will need to tell someone this. So oh um, water is conscious life experiences, and that is how you uh, work through your, your conscious day, your experiences in your life. Some people dream that they're drowning, and so they feel overwhelmed by what's consciously happening to them. Some people um, dream, uh, you know, just in different ways. They dream about just floating down a stream, which is what I saw you doing. Um, but it was a kiddie pool. I didn't get that right. But um, what it's saying is that you are now, you're dipping into the world of uh, consciously living your life in the moment. And it's really good for you. You find it easy and it actually feels like something really special. So something that happened in the last 48 hours led you to that dream that is just reaffirming from your soul that, you're really digging what's happening to you in your conscious life. Wow, you nailed that because I'm working through the power of now. Oh, good. Okay, fantastic. That's exactly oh. what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're so much better than Google. Thank oh, you. <laughs> Big compliment. Okay, well, thank you, there's, Christy. There's thank you. Right and there. if you're yes. working, that's probably why I connected to your mind since you're working through that. Thank you. Yeah, wow, totally. You. That's an amazing right. book. Everyone should read that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Annie is next. Hi, Annie. Hi. Hi. So I had a dream. I don't really very often remember them. So this one stuck out the other day. Um, it, I all of a sudden I looked in the mirror and I had two hairline cracks on the two front my two front teeth. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Well, t- people a lot of times dream about their teeth, and this is um, food is knowledge. So in a dream, teeth symbolize how you're assimilating knowledge. And losing your teeth is common in a dream. This is sort of like the first cracks in the... When you think about it, if you have some cracks in your teeth, you might start to lose them. Um, you're you're okay. a little bit worried about how you're assimilating knowledge that's coming to you. Uh, oh, okay. In the last 48 hours, you might have gotten some news that you weren't really ready for or something that um, wasn't il- easy to process. And so okay. it made you a little bit nervous how you were taking that information in. 
makes total sense. Great. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. These are the best listeners in the <laughs> history are. of our show. It is fantastic. And now you all are wonderful. Yes. Now we're moving on to Marlo. Hi, Marlo. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, first things first, long-time listener. I start every day with you guys. I've listened to the entire broadcast, and you always make me laugh. So oh, thank you very thank much for you. that. Thank you. So my dream was I was in an older home, and it was starting to flood, and the floor dripping from the ceiling, things like that. And my oldest daughter and I were kind of trying to remove items that had value to us, but it was a little chaotic, like what do we grab, how much time do we have mm-hmm. before the ceiling collapses from the weight of the flood, and it did collapse, but we were okay. Okay. You know, we didn't get injured or anything like that. Okay. Um, well, a flood indicates that you're engrossed in physical life experiences, so you're really focused, or in the last 48 to 24 hours, you're, you're really focused on... Um, what's happening around you physically so i think the dream is telling you that you need to not focus on all of that drama that's happening and you need to become more acquainted with yourself as a soul um so it's that's like the first step that you can do because you can get overwhelmed with your conscious life experiences like i just talked about with christy um where you're not living in the moment and realizing that you are more beyond what you actually just just what you see and what you can touch and feel um and so your your house is a frame of mind and so if the the roof is collapsing in that is your super conscious mind up there that you're connecting to god so there are times in the last 48 hours where you felt very very overwhelmed and you're trying to pick up on on all kinds of parts of yourself to put it back together so just remember in those moments that you're it's more beyond just your physical body why you're here. Yep. Got it. Very accurate. There's a lot going on in my life. So, yeah. Okay. Don't get overwhelmed. All right. Thanks, Marlo. Thank you. When we come back, everybody, I'm going to tell Dawn about the very vivid, the extremely vivid and clear dream I had Friday night that had to do with a naked woman. (laughs) Stay tuned. This annual event, Mother's Day, Southdale Center in Edina. Sign up for My Talk's Team LoJ at MyTalk1071.com and her keyword race. Right now, though, welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain. Thanks for being here. New episode of the Two Fairy Godfathers dropped because Mondays are for fairies, people. New episode every single Monday. Today, it's all about park hopper tickets. What are they, and are they worth it for you and your lava? Or whoever you take to this world. I don't know who you're taking. Uh, or should you just get a single park ticket? Uh, Colin and I, I break it down for you. Uh, go get it right now. Download it wherever pod, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, okay, so Dreamweaver Dawn, I, uh, I actually am going to participate in this because I had an extremely vivid dream and I, and I remembered it as we, Colin and I were going to the Mall of America. I go, oh, my goodness, Colin. I, I, I said I got to remember this for Monday. So a, a little bit of a back thing. When we were, um, I do these this two-week trip every 4th of July now, and we go to a different American city. And a couple of years ago, I went to Montana. And we were in Whitefish, Montana, and the the group of us, we went inside one of the, the townie bars, Dawn. Mm-hmm. And in this townie bar, um, it was like a sports bar. The men's bathroom was covered on purpose, like paper mache 
all of the walls were covered with nudie magazine pics. Mm-hmm. So there were naked women all over the walls of the bathroom. Okay. And I took a picture because I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to show the table this. Mm-hmm. So, so you took I a took, picture of pictures. I took a picture okay. of, of a picture. Uh-huh. And one in particular was this woman who was buck naked. Like, <laughs> I mean, very, very naked. Okay. And she has her hand up and she has her hand behind her head. So I took it and I, and I go to the table and we're dying. So then we go in the we go in the ladies' bathroom and yeah. it's full of naked men pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, there's the one picture that I still have in my phone of this woman with her hand behind her. She's anyway. She's living I, her best life. I am doing the Jason show. Mm-hmm. The set as it is, it's not. It's it is very clearly the show that I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the middle of a segment and all of a sudden. I look around and the audience is gone and it is quiet and the house lights are on, Mm -hmm. but all the studio lights are off. And I went, Mm. what's going on? Okay. And my executive producer, Jeff, walks up to me slowly and he goes, Mim needs to see you. And Mim is my boss here at Channel 9. Oh, my gosh. And I go immediately. The dream switches to her office and she goes, Jack, because they call me Jack here. Um, Jack, I go, what, Grace? What did I what? what? What's what's going on? And she goes, I'm sorry, but you're fired because we saw this on your Instagram account. And she pushes an iPad toward me. And it's the picture of the naked woman that I had allegedly that I had Instagram. I had posted on my Instagram. And she's like, Jack, you know, you can't do this. This is a clear violation of your Mm -hmm. like morality or whatever clause. And she goes, I'm sorry. The Jack show is canceled and you're fired because we can't have naked women on your Instagram account. Okay. And that, and that was the dream. Okay. Wow. What does it mean, Don? <laughs> okay. So if we just want to talk about a photograph, this is, it's about your power to imagine and visualize what you want to manifest what you want. That's what a picture, a photo is. Okay. So if you okay. think about what that photo, you, you thought it was funny but you also probably in some way admired this woman for being so like she's living her best life and she's fully nude and she is vulnerable and she's also probably enjoying her rock and body. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So um, I know that you've started working out. I'm just trying yeah. to piece together. Um, you have that desire to do that, to be like fully honest, open, because that's what nudity is, to be honest. Um, and also it has the double meaning of just, you probably just admire it for, for the physicalness of it. Um, Mm. then you've got your job, which is productivity. How productive are you being to reach that goal? And then you have this other person, this other part of yourself that steps in, regardless of what you think about Mim as a person, she is your boss. So that's your inner authority stepping in. The lights are on. So that is, um... If it's dark, that means you have a lack of awareness. So it's basically your soul's putting a spotlight on this moment. There's also not a lot of other distractions and things going on uh, with the all hmm. the other people in your mind. Because the audience is all those other people. Yeah. And then on top of it, you're being fired. So your inner authority is saying, I'm not sure if you need to be this honest. I don't know if you need to um, enjoy this part of your life right now. And so you're sort of having a battle. Within yourself. Hmm. 
And That's it's not necessarily letting you be productive. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay, thank you. Yeah. A lot in the naked woman dream. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot, yeah. And speaking uh, of naked women, Steve's in the studio. Oh, there's <laughs> Send in the clouds just when I saw. Hi, Steve. Hey, gang. Uh, you know, Welcome back. Thank you so much. It's good to be back. Uh, we'll be chatting about my, uh, my week at this beautiful vacation home that I stayed at with my siblings down in Orlando. We all, none of us could afford it. However, if you find like four or five other families, yes. then you can. Yes. So you, you get to live like you're really rich for a week. So that was a blast. We'll talk about that. That being said, um, we're going to talk about movies uh, today at 11 o'clock as we generally do. Do you guys have a favorite studio intro? Do you know what I'm talking about? I love studio, like the pre-roll before the movie starts in the movie theater. Dun, 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 Fox has a great one. Uh, Disney it. has a very whimsical, I just feel like yep. a child every time that's I see it. That's my ringtone. It's my ringtone. Oh, is it really? Yep. Oh, gosh, I just oh, love that's that. Cute. So we went down a, a dark uh, dark hole there on YouTube <laughs> and just watched them all. Yeah. I mean, even DreamWorks has a really nice one. Universal, you'd be surprised, has Fun. a wonderful one. We're not talking about that today on our show, but I'm just <laughs> mentioning what? it right now. Yeah. Anyway. Donna? I got nothing. She's got nothing to add. Jeez. Yeah, I got my work cut out for me today. Oh, yeah. no. That's yeah. going to do it for us today. If you're a kid listening that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Yes, that's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you. Have a fantastic day. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.